in it. Go ahead and then double the clock out. No. No. That rule is stupid. I hate it. It needs to so it need to be thrown away in the trash. You know what I mean? Um the reason why this is a big controversy, because two games over the last week had got to some scuffle. Um and you had one star kind of apologize for My thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast. Yo, what it is. Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast, Doug. Yo, as always, y'all, I'm always going to keep y'all up to date on interesting topics of the sports world, you feel me? So the topics I'm going to talk about today is the MVP ladder of the NBA. We'll give y'all the top 10 of what's going on and give y'all my opinion on that. Also, I'm give my opinion on this, man. Did the NBA respect rule, the unwritten rules? You know what I mean? We're going to talk more about that. And, of course, we give y'all that week 14 recap. You feel me? Give y'all my opinion on what happened and went down in the week 14 of the NFL. You feel me? Now, let's get, let's, let's, let's start this show off right. You feel me? Let's, let's, let's get to this MVP conversation. Let's go. All right, man. NBA. The quarter of the NBA is pretty much in the books now. You feel me? Now we are, they already giving us stats and numbers on who should be the MVP in the NBA already. And the list came out um over the weekend. I want to talk about it. You feel me? Yo, starting at number one, Jason Tatum. Number two, the Greek Freak. Number three, Luka. Number four. Jokic, number five, John Morant, number six, Steve Booker, number seven, Donovan Mitchell. Tied at number seven will be also Kevin Durant, um, number nine, AD, and number 10, Zion Williamson. All right. Hands down right now, I believe that um, majority of this this list should most definitely be considered as MVP. Um, Zion Williamson coming at number 10. Um, I think he's going to be at number 10 for a while. Uh, I believe that he has to overcome some of these injuries and uh, stop being in and out the game, out of the lineup. And I think Zion can move up some. He's already averaging about, um, I believe it was 25 since he's been playing, since he's been coming back. And right now, New Orleans is sitting at number one <laughs> of the Western Conference. Uh, the Western Conference. So that's a, that's most definitely a good step in the direction for Zion. Like I said, as long as he got to do now, all he got to do is stay healthy, and and things can turn around for New Orleans. Cause New Orleans got that that young team by Willie Green, man. Willie Green has most definitely got New Orleans playing to a different caliber. You know, like I said, they are number one in the West right now. So man, I most definitely give it up to Willie Green and Zion Williamson and New Orleans Pelicans, because like I said, they is down there balling. AD coming in number nine. Um, he's another person just like Zion, health issues. Because when AD is in the game, AD is balling. AD is averaging over 30 when he's, when he's, when he's playing for real. For the last, I, I want to say about seven to eight games, AD has most definitely been averaging over 32. You know what I mean? Now, is it against certain teams that we all don't agree on, but hey, they all in the NBA, you feel me? <laughs> but no, on, on a serious note, AD most definitely going to have to um, stay healthy. 
And he most definitely going to have to keep doing what he's doing. He's going to have to bring the leaks coming out of that 13 spot. Because right now we are like 11 and 15 right now. Like four games out of the play-in spot right now. So, you know what I mean? I, I believe my Lakers can turn it around. I believe that we're going to be most definitely in the play-in spot. Um, they showing spots. They showing a little bit of light that it, it's, it's something coming around that corner. Um, I just think that uh, they need some young keep, uh, young pieces. AD and LeBron most definitely can't do it. And Russ. Russ been playing a hell of a, hell of a good off the bench. But um, the Lakers just most definitely need more shooting. Surround AD with shooting. And I think AD can most definitely come out of this number nine spot. But like I said, he most definitely, most definitely going to have to stay uh, healthy. KD. Um, right now, the Brooklyn Nets are most definitely on the up, uprise. They are now sitting number four in the East. And I'm not going to say it's all on KD. I think Brooklyn is finally coming around as a team. I think they finally believe in Jock Vaughn. Um, even though they should have been believing Jock Vaughn, but I think that Steve Nash system is most definitely out the window now. I most definitely don't see the same Brooklyn Nets that it was in the beginning of the season. This team looked like they are playing together. Just the other day, um, the Nets was playing without KD, Kyrie, um, Seth Curry, and, and the rest of their crew. And most definitely the Nets got it done. Um, now, it wasn't the, the best game that the, from the Nets, but they got it done. They was able to show that these guys are serious. Um, we most definitely need to take them um, serious. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is tied with KD at that number seven spot. Most definitely, Donovan Mitchell um, is, is, is also balling this year. Because even though Cleveland was a good team, they, they were just missing that piece. And Donovan Mitchell could be that piece. Um, most definitely... Uh, the Cavs uh, believe in Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a star. I just think that the Cavs is just missing one more thing, and I just don't understand what it is yet. And, I, and honestly, it could be a six-man. That that most definitely can save the Cavs' season if they can have another star coming off the bench. Now, I understand they got uh, LeVert. LeVert is a good good score, but something uh, sometimes LeVert don't look the pass first. You know what I mean? He always looked the score, which is, a score should do, but I don't think Levert is the the, the 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 key piece that come off the bench and um change the game. No disrespect to Levert, but he he's just not that six man that I I can envision helping the Cavs get over that hump. But Donovan Mitchell most definitely had came over from that trade from Utah and and solidified that spot and showing that um he is a true star in this league. Like I said, I'm not fully sold on Donovan Mitchell. I, I don't believe he will win this MVP race. I don't believe Donovan Mitchell is going to be in the top five by the time the MVP race um, is coming to a close. But right now, he's most definitely giving it all he got. D. Booker um, most definitely should be talked about mentioned in this conversation. Um, it's just like I don't really see D. Booker winning this award either. Um, I don't really see D. Booker being the top five in this category. Um things can change. You know, you never know. Things can most definitely change. Um injuries can come into effect and all this stuff. So but I just don't see that D Booker's being that 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 guy, that MVP candidate yet. Um he most definitely a star. He most definitely gonna keep Phoenix afloat. Um but I just don't see D Booker becoming that elite star just yet. 
just yet. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that he can't come, but just right now, I just don't see it. John Morant. Um, I believe he's most definitely going to sit in this top five um category. I believe he that that's the highest that he's really gonna go is five. Um, no, I believe that John Morant can be an MVP star, an MVP candidate, or an MVP um winner. But I just don't see it this year. Um, he most definitely gonna have to put the Grizzlies on his back. He already does now, but he gonna have to do a little bit more. He gonna have to. He he got the word on notice because Ja got the flashes. Ja most definitely can get to the hoop, can finish, can attack. Um, he's just a two point AI, just a little bit bigger. Um, but it's just certain uh factors gonna come in to uh uh, uh Ja Morant. Ja and I think Ja Morant is most definitely can deserve to be in the spotlight, but the market. With the Memphis Grizzlies and small market uh, team, um, and I just think that the Grizzlies gonna have to go deep before Ja Morant can uh, become a uh, MVP, top MVP candidate. Um, the the Grizzlies already kind of showed that they can win without Ja Morant, but we all know that Ja Morant is that team. And they is gonna go as far as John Morant can take them. So John Morant just gonna have to most definitely put Memphis on his back a little bit more and take them deep into a playoff series. Um, Jokic. Uh back to back MVP chant. Um, most definitely I don't see Jokic winning this award this year. Um I just think now that since he got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back and Denver has a, a, a solid team now. I think now some of that pressure is going to take it off of Jokic. I don't think everybody's going to uh, pay as much attention as Jokic um, as we did the last couple of years with Jokic. Jokic was pulling magic trick rabbits out the ass for real. <laughs> and um, most definitely. I like your funny words, magic man. But most definitely, um, I, I just don't see Jokic being that top star um, this year. No disrespect to him, but it's now that he has his team pretty much back. It, it's going to be much. Uh, Jokic's not going to have to do as much as he used to. Luka Donich. Um, Luka most definitely going to be in this top three. These last three names is going to be the top three candidates, I believe, that's going to fight for this award. Um, Luka is most definitely already had the league on notice. He took his team to the Western Conference against the Golden State Warriors last year. Um, Dallas is kind of struggling a little bit this year. But I could see Dallas being one of them strong teams at the end of the season, coming together, coming at the right time. Um, Dallas, the only thing about Dallas is that they didn't really go out and and grab big names. They grabbed pieces that they need, like Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. They most definitely needed a big man, stretch guy. Because Bozingas wasn't doing it and Dwight Powell wasn't an answer last year. But um, now that Luka has a, a better team and big men last year, I just think that Luka most definitely not going to outshine these two names that's in front of him. Um, can he do it? I believe so. Will Luka be MVP in this league? I believe he will in the next couple of years. I believe that Luka could probably win the MVP before John Morant. You know, so... Luka most definitely going to have to put Dallas 
uh, in a better position throughout the season, starting from now, the most definitely, if he want to put his name over Giannis, uh, which is coming in number two. And we already know, in my opinion, Giannis is the best player in the planet right now. Who can stop him? Doesn't matter what type of defense you try to set up for Giannis. It doesn't matter what you try to do to Giannis. Giannis is going to go out there and play hard and, and still drop his buckets. We all know that Giannis can't shoot efficiently behind the two, I mean, uh, in that uh, mid-range or behind the arc. But yet, Giannis still gets it done. Don't, you know what I mean, with the long strides and the fast break and the uh, I'm going to outwork you and work hard on the defensive end, and, and it's going to come out on the offensive end. So as long as Giannis keep doing it and don't have no freak injury, that's for all of these uh, players, uh, it's a possibility that Giannis can win MVP again. Now, this guy, Jason Tatum, I believe that he can win this award. I believe Jason Tatum is the guy that most definitely should win this award this year because Jason Tatum always – Always showed him flashes. Jason Tatum was the guy always until he got to the finals where he went cold, which I believe, you know, a young star most definitely was going to do. You know what I mean? So I believe Jason Tatum is going to hold down his number one spot for a minute. Um, I believe that Jason Tatum and Giannis is going to battle it out to the end. Now, Jason Tatum, like I said, can't get cold. Got to keep leading Boston as that number one team in the East. And everything's going to be given to him. But as long as uh, Giannis is around, it's going to be a fight. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, we that, there it is right there. I believe that, that that's my MVP uh, opinion on all these candidates. No disrespect to none of them. But I think Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Luke is going to be the top three of this MVP. And as long as uh, Boston is keep doing right, I think um, Tatum can win it this year. All right. Let's go ahead and switch it to this. Next subject. Let's go. All right. Let me tell you about this unwritten rule in the NBA that I hate, that I wish players would just go away from. I wish players would just, just stop. Just stop it with this. If you don't know the unwritten rule in the NBA, is that once the team is up a certain amount of points, that now that uh, the team that's up pretty much dribble the clocks out. Don't waste no more time. Don't try to score. Just go out, bow down, let the team go out. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? Don't 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 finish them off. Now, I don't like that rule. I think that rule is stupid because as we was kids, we was always taught to play to the whistle blows, play until the clock hits zero zero. Don't stop. Keep playing. You know what I mean? And. Now that you get to the all the way to the you, you we get taught this in the Pee Wee League and the AAUs and Pop Warners and and you go to high school and you you learn that and then you go to college you, you learn you know what I mean you just keep fighting keep competing to the whistle to the zero zero. Then when you get to the NBA, it's like hold up, y'all are up ten already, with only a minute. Go ahead and then dribble the clock out. No, no. That rule is stupid. I hate it. It needs to so it need to be thrown away in the trash. You know what I mean? Um, the reason why this is a big controversy because two games over the last week had got to some scuffle. Um, 
And you had one star kind of apologize for what he felt like he needed to do uh, was right. And I believe that he was right. So Zion, if you don't know, Zion most definitely um, at the end of New Orleans in the Phoenix game, um, Phoenix was trying to score. Phoenix missed the opportunity to score. Larry Nance got the rebound, kicked it up to Zion. Zion did a 360 windmill dunk to end the game. Phoenix got into their failings. And was like, oh, no, I can't believe this happened. Why you do this? Where's the respect? Chris Paul is now throwing shots and all this other shit. And, and it's just it's just unnecessary, in my opinion. It's unnecessary. Duh, y'all was trying to score in New Orleans. Why are you trying to get mad now? Don't get mad because you didn't score and, and the Pelicans score. Because if that was the shoe on the other foot. Because th- this is why it ticks me off. When teams wear the white flags and they feel like their stars can no longer get them in, they put their bench players in. They clear the bench out. They, they tell their bench players, go out there, stat in your resume, go out here, you on camera now, and, and, and put your resume on display. And these guys, you don't tell these guys to dribble the ball out. You let these guys go up and down the court, even though it looks trash majority of the time. You let these guys go up and down the court. And get hella turnovers. If they hit the shot, they hit the shot, and it's fine. But now that Zion wants to finish the game, put an exclamation point, now is the problem. But this was Zion was pretty much saying um, against the uh, uh, um, New Orleans Pelicans. I get in trouble or anything, but the, but the dunk at the end, um, I guess, why did you decide to, to put that one up? That was a little out of character for me, but you got to understand. I mean, you can understand it or not. They sent my teammates home last year. I missed all last year. I got a, I got carried away a little bit. I admit that. But, you know, I was in that locker room. My brothers were down because, you know, the son sent us home last year. That That's a tough moment to be a part of. So in that moment, I got carried away. I admit that. It's, that was out of character for me. <clears throat> so, you know, if they was the... Do the same thing, I wouldn't have no problem with it. I mean, not trying. So, it's a little out of character for me. I understand that Zion wants to show respect. But at the same time, man, Phoenix don't really show respect. Phoenix was, was all about that smoke last year when, when the Pelicans got put out. Phoenix wants to be the bully at times, but when they finally get bullied, it's the problem. Just remember when Phoenix versus Golden State a couple of weeks ago and Klay Thompson was sitting on the bench and Michael Bridges came over there and threw the threes up in his face. Where was where was the respect at then? So, nah. I I, I, I hate this rule in the NFL. I mean the NBA. That you jump the clock out and all this other shit. No. No, 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 no. It's not how it goes down, Doug. No. If you don't like it, play, play some goddamn defense. Stop me from goddamn scoring. You've been trying to do it the whole entire damn game. And now that you can't do it, now that you in your feelings, now you talking about dribble the damn clock out. Nah, dog. What you need to do is, number one, is get out your damn feeling. Get it out. And then you need to... Get back to reality. And then come back at us again. That's it. Plain and simple. I like what New Orleans did. They made a statement. To become number one of the West. They showed you this is why. You don't like to be bullied. You bullied the bullies. 
And that's what Phoenix was trying to do. They were trying to bully people. Chris Paul, like I said, I love Chris Paul. One of my top 10 favorite point guards in the, in the league that ever played. But at times, he's, he's, he's the agitator. And then once he get agitated back on or once somebody um, um trying to bully him now, it's just like, oh, my God, the rules. Fuck them rules, dog. <laughs> it's not. It's don't be, don't don't try to come out here and, and try to be a, a, a bully. Then now we we showing you that we don't want to get bullied no more. Now it's, oh, my God, the rules. Whack. That's exactly what it is. It's whack. It's whack, dog. It's, 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 you need to grow up, man. Most definitely need to grow up. You just need to just... Stop it. Get some help. You feel me? I guarantee you, if Phoenix gets up, Phoenix probably going to do the same thing. Or they might try to go ahead and show class and like, nah, we're going to show you how it's done. You know, we're going to be able to clock out for y'all. You know? <laughs> nah, dog. Go ahead, do the same thing. Because right now, uh, Phoenix, you... Congratulations, you played yourself. I don't like it. Please throw this unwritten rule away. It's stupid. It's unnecessary, man. Jump the damn ball out and, and, and show respect. Ah, yeah. Anywho, let's go. Let's go. Alright, if you don't know, you're about to know now. Week 14 of the NFL is all wrapped up. Playoff seating is coming to an it's coming. Players are getting positioned. I mean teams are getting positioned to go to the playoffs. Or are you positioned? Hitting that draft. I like your funny words, Magic Man. Hmm. The Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Rams. Right now, let's start the joking right now. Las Vegas Raiders, I know that you are. Emotional damage! I know that right now you are just saying, Oh my God! I know that you believe that your team is... Whack. I think y'all most definitely just want y'all season to just stop it. Get some help. I know that y'all was saying, "Hey yo, what the fuck?" Because I said the same damn thing. Baker Mayfield got traded from the Carolina Panthers during the week to leave the Los Angeles. Different time zone now. Probably jet lag. Learned. Tried to learn. Playbook, because I'm not going to say you learned that playbook. Try to learn the playbook. And Baker Mayfield came out and threw a game-winning touchdown and had the Las Vegas Raiders like... I know that my brother is probably telling me now that I cannot see I'm legally blind. They is trash. They is trash. They is most definitely. It's trash, man. Las Vegas Rays, we had so much high hopes for you. We thought that you was going to be one of the teams in the AFC West that could make the playoffs. 
we everybody thought that the AFC West was going to be that tough ass division. It came out to just be, um, just this division. Whack. Just whack. It's terrible, dog. Just terrible. The Rams, Baker Mayfield, real quick before I go to the next game. Baker Mayfield, dog, you out here auditioning for um to be a backup. You no longer start in this league, in my opinion. Um, I think you just need to take this time, use it wisely, try to learn as much as you can under the Rams. Um, the Rams can potentially need a backup quarterback starting next year. We don't know which way. They want to go with Matthew Stafford anymore. And Matthew Stafford can't stay healthy. At least Baker Mayfield can have that, can be that quarterback that can um try to grow and learn under um Matt Stafford. That's all I got. Next game. Ravens and the Steelers. My favorite team. <laughs> of course, everybody knows that black and purple. Um, we got that. 16-14. Was down to our third string quarterback. Still got that dub. Um J.K. Dobbins came back, eight yards to carry, over a hundred something yards rushing total, one touchdown. Welcome back, J.K. Dobbins. Just welcome back. He's just like woo. It's like we coming Get back to reality. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Now I understand that it wasn't the prettiest games. I understand that Lamar didn't play. I understand that even Huntley didn't finish the game. But the Ravens were still showing that our defense, our defense, once it comes alive, it's alive. Roquan Smith, interception. Patrick Queen, interception. Marcus Williams, first game back with the broken wrist. Interception. Um, Steelers, man, I can just tell you right now, y'all most definitely... Season is over for y'all. Mike Tomlin is about to have his first losing season as the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hate to say it for him, man. Hate to see another black man go down like that. But it is what it is. And most definitely everybody know I hate the damn Pittsburgh Steelers. Hate them. Pittsburgh. Don't want to go there. Don't want to visit. Don't like them. Next game, please. Jets and the Bills. Even though that the Bills were struggling in the first half, they can most definitely told the Jets. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. But the Bills came alive at the right time in the second half and won that game 20 to 12. Um, the Bengals and the Browns, the Battle of Ohio. Deshaun Watson is back. Deshaun versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got that one. Got that. The Bengals got that victory 23 to 10. The Texans and the Cowboys. The Cowboys got that one. Burley. <laughs> um, they got the Texans 27 to 23. And now they adding a new addition. Wide receiver uh, T.Y. Hilton to the Cowboys now. Um, I guess OBJ is not going to be the answer. I don't see OBJ coming coming to Dallas now. Um, I think OBJ is going to just rock this season out and probably start next year in the free agent pool on the camp somewhere, starting off in somebody's camp. Um, not a bad decision from either part to the party. Um, uh, the Cowboys probably don't trust OBJ and and. Well, don't trust him, but don't trust his knee yet, which is understandable. And OBJ probably said, you know what? Since I can't get to the Cowboys, the team I want, then I just sit out for the rest of the year. Not a bad decision. The Vikings and the Lions. The Lions got that one 34-23. The Vikings, man, one of them teams again, showing that you're inconsistent. Um, 
Everybody put you up there in his top tier teams, but right now you lose to the Detroit Lions, which um Detroit is coming, man. That that I think the Detroit finally has their culture. They has their coach. They 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 finally rallied behind Dan Campbell. And it's gonna be scary once they do. It's gonna be very scary. The Eagles and the Giants. The Eagles got that one 48 to 22. Now, the Giants said it. In December football, if you ain't up to the challenge, man, you is not going to make it. And NFC East is, is is I have the opportunity to have three teams coming out of there, only because the NFC self suck. And the Giants is not taking not taking heed to that opportunity right now. They not. Uh, I'm not saying that the Eagles was as easy to beat because the Eagles just keep showing us week after week that. When it's time to grind the game out, they able to do it. And also, they're showing that Jalen Hurts could be MVP this year because right now he's he's is the only player that's playing consistent, really. So Jalen Hurts, watch out, boy! He could be MVP candidate. The Chiefs and the Broncos. We already know who won this because I've been stated that the Let's Ride movement, Russell Wilson, is over with. It's done. It's time to ride back to another way. They is gonna be one of the teams that's getting ready for um uh uh, uh their NFL draft. Is that like a personal attack or something? Mm, no, I don't think so. It is what it is. What it is. <laughs> you feel me? I, I, the Broncos just just terrible, man. The Chiefs got that one thirty four twenty eight. Another terrible. The Bucks and the Forty Nine ers. The Bucks right now playing terrible. Tom Brady do not look like Tom Brady. I think all the time it's catching up to him, or at least that the Buccaneers don't have enough uh, enough talent surrounding Tom Brady, I guess. But remember back in the day, Tom Brady did it for less. Didn't have no top wide receiver, running backs, anything in that nature. But what's the excuse now? All the time is the excuse, in my opinion. I just think Tom Brady, this time, this team is done. It's over with. They're going to make it to the playoffs only for the simple fact that the, a, uh, the NFC self-sucked. And nobody wants to win that division, and the Bucks is going to win it by default. The Panthers and the Seahawks. The Panthers got that one, but it's surprising. Thirty to twenty-four. I thought the Seahawks was going to pull this one out. I thought Geno Smith was going. Uh, uh, he's still balling. He's still showing that he uh, Seattle did the right move by starting him by putting him as the starting quarterback. But Geno, man, you got to win these games, dog. These are the games that count. These the these one of the games that you're gonna look back to if the Seahawks don't make the playoffs. You this the game you gotta look back to. It's Carolina game. Don't get me wrong. Carolina came out was was all about that thump. They was they was ready to sit out here and and and, and go toe to toe with Seattle. They had nothing to lose, and they showed that they had nothing to lose. So, um, shout out to the Panthers, the Dolphins, and the Chargers. This was another game that everybody thought the Dolphins was gonna bounce back. But Justin Herbs and the Chargers has something different, something else to say. Everybody kept on saying that Tua and and and, and Tyreek Hill, these guys right here, they 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 gonna they he's gonna help Tua get into the playoffs. They gonna walk into the playoffs. Oh no, Tua, Tua, Tua. Now everybody has a question about Tua. Oh, is Tua this franchise quarterback that the Miami need now? Can Tua have a strong enough arm to do this? Can Tua do this? Why come Tua struggling this? The Dolphins been struggling for real. It was just like the speed was just so advanced for some of these teams that 
Miami was getting away. Now that teams don't know how to strategize and game plan and not are really scared of that speed anymore, it's like now Miami's starting to look average, in my opinion. Tua is starting to look average. I think we, as the media, praised Tua way too high too early, and I kept telling people, nah, I need to see a whole season for Tua. You know what I mean? Yes, he's doing a great job right now, but right now we need to see how the end of the season is going to end. And right now that they don't look good for Tua. They don't, they don't really look too good for the Dolphins because out of the four games they got left, two out of those four games is going to be traveling in the cold. So we most definitely going to have to see who um uh uh, uh how the Dolphins play out on that. And last but not least, the the Dolphins, I mean uh, the Pats and the Cardinals. Um, that game was interesting. Went down. Um, and the Patriots got that one, twenty-seven to thirteen. Kyler Murray went uh down with a um hamstring injury. Um, Kyler Murray, just go ahead and the whole Cardinals sit, set it down, break it down. It's over with. Y'all, another team that's going to be looking into the uh, draft this year. Too much high hopes. Paid that quarterback so much money. Now, look. This, I'm not blaming it all on Calamari, man. But as of right now, man, um, it's just not looking too good for the Cardinals. They put too much hype into this team and into this quarterback. And it's not looking good right now. It is not. All right, uh, before I wrap this up, man, let me give y'all the playoff tree right now for the uh, NFL as we wrapping it up. The Bills are sitting number one, 10 and three. The Chiefs are 10 and three, sitting number two. The Ravens, nine and four, number three. Tennessee, seven and six, number four. Number five, Cincinnati at nine and four. Number six is the Dolphins at eight and five. Number seven is the New England Patriots at uh, seven and six. And then the teams that are still alive is the Chargers and the Jets. Still got, still got hope. Still can something can happen. Um, I most definitely see that. Um, I would like to say the Jets is going to sneak in over New England, but the way New England is playing right now, they're starting to come alive at the right time, and the Jets are starting to go dead at the wrong time. So, we will see how that play out. Uh, in the NFC, as we all know, Philly's the first team to clinch a playoff berth. It's in the number one at 12 and one. Number two is Minnesota, 10 and three. Number three is the nine and four San Francisco 49ers. Number four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is six and seven. Don't even have a winning percentage right now. Number five is the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Number six, the Washington Commanders. At number seven is the New York Giants. Um, sitting out right now is the Seattle and Detroit. Um, I don't think no changes is going to come other than maybe the Giants and Seattle might switch that seventh spot. That seventh spot is most definitely going to be hot for a while. Um, but you never know. Things have changed. So that's the playoff update right now. Um, as always, man, I appreciate y'all for joining me on this episode, man. As always, tell a friend who can be a friend who wants to be a friend that MTMO Sports Podcast is out here. Still thriving, still trying to be the number one sports podcast in this world. And I'm not going to stop until I become that. You feel me? Let them know that you can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Good Pods, Newsly. And the list goes on on any of those uh, you stream your platforms on. Make sure y'all check me out on all those platforms. 
Make sure y'all check out social media platforms. Um, check out Lord Dice as he's telling you uh what's going on in the sports world, as he's telling you what episode is about to drop, as he's telling you um little clip of what the episode is about. You feel me? Make sure y'all follow Lord Dice. Shout him out. You know, give him a hashtag Lord Dice when y'all see him. Um, most definitely you'll see him on Instagram. Check out Instagram at MTMO underscore sports podcast. If you ain't got Instagram, don't worry. Follow us on Twitter at my THTS my opinion and on Facebook at my THTS my opinion. Um, make sure you check out Optilix Radio where you can find my podcast and some more dope podcasters out here. Whatever is your pleasure, you feel me? Make sure you go out there um, and show Optimus Radio some love. Most definitely on Mondays and Thursdays, noon and 6 p.m. is when your boy is on that. You feel me? Make sure y'all check me out. Make sure y'all also check out Real Talk. I'm on uh, ASAP Network, Mondays and Thursdays, 9 p.m. Always, you feel me? Check out me and my guys. We go back and forth and give you that Real Talk of that sports, you feel me? And make sure you just check, check out ASAP Network as a whole. As they got different segments for different pleasures, you feel me? Just, just go ahead and check them out. We on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Roku TV, Apple TV. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm missing some more platforms, but those are the main platforms that I most definitely know. Um, If you're looking to be a guest on my show, you feel me? Just go out here and reach out to any one of my social media platforms saying that you want to be a guest. You're trying to come on. Looking for a guest as always. Um, I think that's pretty much it, man. Um, couple podcasts y'all should also look out for. Locked in sports episode seven is on the way. Make sure y'all go check out my favorite female podcasters. They out here uh thriving also. Make sure y'all go out check out all the smoke. Make sure y'all check out I am an athlete. There's some dope episodes on there also. And you know, what I mean, I'm gonna end this show up with an always with a Beautiful quote, you feel me? And it's the same quote as the last episode. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. So if you believe in yourself, just keep going. If you don't believe in yourself, just break that word up. I'm possible because you are possible. And I am the 11th testament of it. That's showing that anything is possible once you put your mind into it. You feel me? So don't, don't, don't stop. Put your head up. Keep your head up. Keep fighting. I guarantee you, it's light at the end of the tunnel. You feel me? And as always, man, check me out. Ace Hood, take us on, baby. Fast. Blessed up. Blessed up. Well, fast. No recalls on the phone. Nigga never had a brain made back. I don't really trust these guys. Niggas know I had to bring my strap. Try to say the pussy's too good. If you did, gotta run it all back. Nigga never said to your face, they'll talk shit behind a nigga back. Facts. I'm just in the bitty, gotta do me. Ballin' like a nigga with a two, three. Water diamonds on me, got a slow leap. Kush getting rolled with a fresh leaf. Nigga tryna catch that vibe. Niggas never cross that line. Charlotte nearly lost her mind. Wish she seen the shit on Webby, not side. What two juice? Real nigga raised from the roots. Terminated changed in the booth. Came with the crew. Niggas never round when you down, when you up. Everybody won't ball. Tell me when you wore a bad wind, I was pissing on the project wall. Standing in the paint with the best nigga, feeling like a Mayfield talk. Uh, 